Hi, I'm Wyatt. And I'm Grace. And you're listening to Our Dad and your host of the Vacation Rental Revolution podcast. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Vodacy Vacation Rental Revolution podcast. I'm your host, Sean Moore, and I'm flying solo today. No interviews. And I want to talk to you about a topic that I think is really important. So, as always, thanks for joining me. I know your time is valuable. And so we're going to dive in and talk about some things that are going on in the market right now on how we can maximize our revenue. And so always an important topic, whether you're diving into the short-term rental game or in very much more important if you actually already own a property and uh, you're really trying to maximize. So we're seeing a lot of different things in the market. And it's been it's been really interesting for me right now hearing a lot of people talk. And, and uh, there's a lot of conversations going on right now about occupancy levels dropping, about nightly rates dropping, about people talking about different markets, how they're too oversaturated and they're no longer good places to go invest in. All these different things and all this different talk. Now, I try to take a couple steps back and realize that everybody sees the world from their own lens, right? We're all looking through our own lens and our view of this world and the markets and everything else. And I realize that there's a lot of people out there that have not been in the game for very long, right? There's a lot of people that got into the short-term rental game. Short-term rentals have become very, very mainstream the last couple of years. Lots of people getting into the game and um, really riding the market waves. And we've talked a little bit about that. And you're starting to see that with even some so-called experts out there talking about, yeah, now you got to shift to a different market or now we have to do, you know, maybe we're looking at another unknown market. And so what's concerning to me about that is the way that we invest in short-term rentals and um, at least my view of this world is this is a long-term investment. This is a long-term asset. Even though they're short-term rentals, it's a long-term investment. So Markets can shift around. Markets are going to get more saturated. So what if today you go decide you're going to buy in a market that maybe is a little less known, maybe is not quite as saturated. Tomorrow, it's going to be more saturated. The next day, it's going to get more and more saturated. If you don't understand how to get your, your maximize your asset in a saturated market, then you're, you walked into this game without fully understanding how to play. And so I want to talk a little bit about that today. And I want to unpack some of the things that we're seeing in the markets. Are the statements true that occupancy levels are dropping? You know, we're not seeing 80, 90% occupancy across the board in a lot of these markets. But I've been saying for two years, you should never have underwritten your properties with 80 or 90% occupancy. It's been a nice bonus because we've had the never ending summer with through COVID and tons of people working remotely. And now more people are more and more people are going back to work. And we're starting to see more seasonality come back into the markets. That was always a normal thing. And then we're also seeing nightly rates drop. Well, why are we seeing nightly rates drop instead of going up? Because we're getting more and more people that own properties in these locations. And as is normal in any market, whether it's short-term rentals or whether you're selling, whether you're selling golf clubs online, right? It doesn't really matter what you're selling. It's always the, the number one thing that most people do when they sell something is they start to drop price. They don't know how to compete outside of price. And so they end up saying, okay, I've got to beat my my competitor's price by a little bit. And everybody starts to lower their price and it's a race to the bottom. That's not great for the industry. The interesting thing is, is everybody's saying, okay, yeah, now the, now the, it, the, the game is changing, which it is, the game is changing, but what people are talking about the change is actually what's concerning a little bit to me because I don't feel like they're painting the whole picture. And, and maybe they don't understand it. Um, and uh, so I want to talk about the whole picture to you guys today and what you really need to pay attention to, at least 
what I think you should pay attention to if you want to maximize your assets. Just like any other market that we're in, if you are going to sell, like I said, go sell, you know, go sell balloons online or golf balls or pick a product, any product, and you go sell. If it sells and you're the only game in town, eventually somebody else is going to start selling it. Eventually somebody else is going to come and start selling. For a long time, we were one of the only games in town with uh, you know helping people dive in and coaching people on understanding this space. We've been around longer than I think anybody that I'm aware of um, that is out there. And we've had a lot of people start to say, okay, now I want to be a coach. Well, they haven't really been in the game long enough and they're starting to struggle a little bit with some of the coaching advice and saying, because they've only, they've only ever understood a market that's skyrocketing, that's going straight up. Well, here's the interesting thing. Markets will always get more saturated, and that is not a bad thing. When markets get saturated, I always tell people that shows that there's demand. And I always, I don't mind saturated markets because over the years, there's one thing that I've realized. It's a lot easier to go out and stand out in a crowded market than it is to go into a market that there's no demand. To go create demand is a lot harder than standing out in a market where there's a lot of demand. So I hope you like understand the difference there. So sometimes you say, hey, sometimes it's nice to be the only game in town. If you're the only game in town in, in today's day and age, most likely there's not a lot of demand there for whatever it is you're offering. Because unless you're brand new to a brand new technology or something else, and that's unlikely, in our space, in short-term rentals, a lot of times that indicates if, you're, if there's not very many short-term rentals and there's not a lot of... Um, not a lot of that shows that there's not a lot of demand. There's not a lot of people that are willing to book on a short-term rental site. Doesn't mean that there's markets that are more saturated than others. That's absolutely true. Some of these markets, the kind of the markets that everybody's heard of and everybody floods to. Like I, I've always told you guys, don't pick your the market that you're going to go invest in based on somebody else's list and somebody else's criteria of the investability of it. Because the minute those lists are published. Those markets get really saturated and a lot of people that are choosing their area based on those lists all of a sudden are the ones that are sitting there saying, oh man, I don't, you know, I don't want anybody else coming here and this is this game's getting ruined because so many people are coming out and playing in this market and you shouldn't be that concerned about that. You What you should be looking in the mirror and saying, do I really understand the game I'm playing? If you don't understand the game you're playing, don't get in the game. So today we're going to talk a little bit about that. So what we're seeing is occupancy is dropping and we're seeing it come back down to normal levels. If you were underwriting deals and you were listening to me for any length of time, I've told you that a short-term rental is not 80-90% occupancy is not a normal for a short-term rental. One, you, you've, got a, you've got an anomaly in the market where there's a lot of demand versus the supply, which is what we had the last couple of years in a lot of these markets. But also a lot of times, somebody that's bragging about 80, 90% occupancy, a lot of times they're leaving money on the table because they're not pricing their property correctly. They're lower than everybody else and they're buying that business, showing an unusually high occupancy for an area, and then but they're not charging enough. So you're getting all this wear and tear on your property and you're really not, you're not making as much money as you could make with less, you know, fewer guests coming in. Like I target, and it depends on the area. It's one of my most profitable properties, you guys, has an average occupancy of 35% for the year. 35% people are like, oh, that, that that would never work. It does work. It depends on what you're doing because there's more factors than just occupancy rates. So everybody's talking about occupancy dropping. They're also talking about nightly rates that are dropping across the board. And we are seeing rates start to, to load, slow down. I was just analyzing a market that we own a property in. And our average nightly rate 
right now is down about for the for the market, not ours, for the market, the average nightly rate in the market for the type of property we're analyzing is down almost 15% year over year. That's a pretty big drop. 15% drop in average nightly rate and we're seeing occupancy come down. Now, when you read between the lines though, what I want to talk to you about today, one of the I heard uh, Gary Keller from Keller Williams. Gary Keller was talking on, sp- on stage back in the last real estate crashes when I heard him talk about this. And he gave a speech about what we need to do to get our unfair share of business. You guys have heard me talk about that. If we're all just getting our fair share, we're just riding the market. We're just putting our properties up and we're competing with each other. And we're all getting our fair share. Gary talked about getting our unfair share of business. Anytime you go into business, The best businesses understand how to get their unfair share. So the same is true when I'm a host and I own properties, I have to figure out how to get my unfair share of business. And that's not just today. That was yesterday. It was two years ago. It's going to be the same tomorrow and two years from now. And so that has always stuck with me. And it's one of the philosophies we've always really tried to pay attention to. And I've spent a lot of time trying to figure out how we can go get our unfair share of business in the short-term rental space. Because what's interesting is when we see occupancy going down, revenue going down right now, what's really interesting that nobody's talking about is the total dollar spend, the total market revenue is going up. And so in almost every single market that you look at, and some of these markets have significant gains in total dollars spent in those in the market, your average when you average it out over the the total supply, everybody's fair share has gone down, but the dollars being spent in each of these markets, when you look at them across the board with very, very few exceptions, you're seeing revenue in the market being spent continue to go up and the demand continue to go up and the dollars being flooded into this game. So it's our job to figure out how we can get our unfair share of that revenue. I don't want my fair share. And that's where when you understand how to get your unfair share, like I always tell people all the time, I don't mind crowded markets. I don't mind what people would call an oversupply because I know I'm not playing that game. I know that if there's a lot of supply, there's also a lot of demand, and I want to be able to go get my unfair share of that demand. And so I'm going to talk to you about how we do that. And we've talked about this this in the past. And, and sometimes I feel like it's easier said than done, or and or people don't take it that it would make that big of a difference. But so start off by thinking why people travel. People don't travel and people don't choose your property based on a property right? We're not selling a property. Think of it this way. I'm not trying to sell a property. I'm trying to sell a unique experience for somebody to come and visit when they come visit the area that I'm in. So just just simplify it that way and think, what am I really selling? If I'm having a property on Zillow, I'm selling a home. If I've got a property on Airbnb, I'm selling an experience. I'm not selling the home. So start there. Think about what your message is to the market that you're going after and how can you create a memorable experience for them with your home because you might have the best home in the market right now today, but I promise you tomorrow somebody else is going to build a better one and it's going to be nicer and they're going to outdo you when it comes to the property. What very, very, very few people are doing is paying attention to the experience they're providing the guest and the customer. And that is where you will start to really first and foremost, to start to stand out that will set you up to get your unfair share. So many people talk to us about, 
our backend marketing. So many people are talking about, we've been talking about getting off of Airbnb, VRBO, and those OTAs for a long time, running our, uh, and it's not that we don't use those, those OTAs, we do, our properties are on there, but we're running down multiple roads and we've talked about running Facebook ad campaigns and having our own property websites and funnels and capturing our guests and building our customer list, all of those different things. And everybody wants to skip to that end and say, hey, Sean, show us how to do that. They always say, I've got all this other stuff figured out and I'll do a property audit with them. And they think they've got it figured out because they've got a beautiful property and it's furnished really beautifully and that's all they have. They're selling the architecture of a home. Well, everybody else out there has a really nice home. You really have nothing to market and sell. So first we need to start with our messaging and what we are doing to, and and our messaging really is our North Star guiding light and it's going to be kind of our business plan that we're gonna take throughout the furnishing of our property, throughout the setup of our property, for throughout how we're, our management structure is going to be, how we're going to communicate with our guests, what we're going to do on our listing to optimize it, how we're going to take our photos, all of these different things. So first we start with our messaging and we start with who's our target audience? What are we trying to provide them when they come in outside of the home? How are we going to give that property a soul? How are we going to give give it that deliver that customer a, a unique customer experience deliver the fairy tale we always say and you have to start there everybody wants to buy the property set it up furnish it and then go put this website together and start running facebook ads facebook ads don't work if you don't have a great offer your offer is not the home i just want to i just kind of want to beat that into um into your brain so you start to think about this is you try to maximize an asset and maximize your property. And, and, and we always kind of think, well, that is my product. My product and my offer is the home. And it's not. You need to think that that's not what you're really trying to offer. You're trying to offer a unique experience. Sometimes the home can add to that unique experience for your guest and your tra- the traveler that's coming in. And what, what will draw them? You have to give, think about this. If you're trying to get your unfair share of business and you want to charge more than everybody else and you you want to have higher than average occupancy for your area to get your unfair share of revenue, you have to justify that to the customer and the customer has to justify in their head that when they look at all your listing and they say, why, why would I pay Sean double this other house that is very, it's very similar, nice, both nice houses, but Sean's asking double, why would I pay that? If your customer can't answer that question, you have not done a good job of creating a unique experience and you've definitely not done a good job of articulating that to them through your listing, your photos, your entire offering. And if you don't have any of that figured out, save your money, don't buy Facebook ads, don't go out and promote your your listing because you're gonna fall in deaf ears. You're just gonna still get your unfair share of business. So you once you have all that other stuff dialed in, Sure, we can teach you how to do Facebook ads. Sure, we can teach you how to build a, a, a one of our profit maximizer funnels and understand how that works and how to communicate to your guests. But if you don't have a good offer, you have to rewind and get everything set up correctly so that you're not just wasting your money on Facebook ads because everybody thinks it's about a fancy website and running a bunch of ads. We all have the same tools available to us. There's no, there's nothing that's rocket science behind websites and Facebook ads, paid advertising. You guys found me on the podcast. Maybe I'm tracking you around on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube and everywhere else. We understand that game. But if, if I don't have an offer that you're interested in, you're not spending your time listening. You're not going to spend your time, you know, diving into our trainings and all this different stuff. The same is true with our vacation homes. If I don't have something that you're interested in looking into as a, and you're not part of my target audience, 
marketing and messaging is, is really designed to do two things. One, it's to attract your target audience, but really two, and maybe sometimes more importantly, it's to repel the audience that you don't want in your property and repel the person who's not the right fit. Because we always think we just want to open our doors and be everything to everybody. You will fall on deaf ears. You will get lost in the crowd because that's what everybody else does. Everybody's competing with everybody else in the middle of the market, trying to be everything to everybody. I see it all day, every day. And what I get really, really, really excited about is when I look at these markets and I I don't love that everybody's talking about, hey, this is, you know, the market's now not a good market to be in. That's not true. When somebody says occupancy is down, nightly rates are down, I don't like seeing that. But I get really excited when I start to see the amount of money being spent on short-term rentals year over year, month over month, and in almost across the board with few exceptions, revenue in these markets, the dollars being spent is, is way higher than it was a year ago. And we want to get our unfair share of that business. There's just so few people who have been around long enough to understand how to get their unfair share. It's not that there's not that many people that understand it. You will have a few people, but if you're in a crowded market and 95% of the market's in the middle, now all of a sudden, if you figure out how to do it, what, what I'm talking about, you're going to be at the top by yourself. You're going to have very little competition at the top. And that's where it becomes really exciting. Will there come a day where more people start to say, hey, that seems to be working. I'm going to start doing that. Absolutely. And then we're going to have to raise the bar again. But what can you do right now today on your property or when you're looking into a market and you're looking into a, you know, a really popular resort market and everybody's there and there's all these people telling you, yeah, the game's over there. The game is not over in any market. And the game is over when people stop spending money in those markets. It does not be any indication that people are stopping spending money on these markets. We haven't seen a blip in almost any market across the board. And so anybody that tells you different, ask them where they saw that and have them show you because you can look it up and you can run, I mean, just pull up AirDNA, look at the revenue, um, the, the revenue across the board in a market, and you can see the graph of how much money is being spent in that market. They track that stuff. And you will see that the money being spent in the market continues to go up. So when somebody tells you that's not a good market anymore, ask them based on what? Because I can tell you that it is, in my experience, a lot easier to go into a market with a lot of demand and a lot of money being spent and stand out in the crowd than it is to go try to find some obscure market that there's not very much demand and try to create demand. Now, that being said, some of my favorite markets, I don't want you to hear the word of an obscure market or an unknown market. Some of my favorite markets are backyard resort communities and some of these little unknown markets. They're some of my favorite markets, but there's, I, I understand the, you know, that we know how to judge the demand. We know how to look and, and see why people are coming, how much money is being spent. And as long as money is being spent in a market, you have the ability to go get some of that money and get your unfair share of business and maximize your asset. So I'm going to wrap it up today. I know I've talked about this before. And so I just want to reiterate, there's, it's not all about a fancy website on the back end. It's not all about some crazy marketing and Facebook ads and driving traffic to our websites and getting that. That's part of it. But you're wasting your money and you'll fall on deaf ears if you don't get the first piece right and dial in your messaging dial in your story, understand how to set up your listing to create it, to create that unique experience, understand how to design it through the design. You might have to go in and do it. You might have to say, hey, listen, I've got a, I've got a property that looks like a model home. 
If you have a property that looks like a model home, you might, you're not, I'm not telling you to go refurnish everything, but you might have to go in and do a soft goods update. You might have to do some different artwork. You might have to add some different things to that property to add to the experience of your guests coming in. And you probably need to identify a target audience that you're gonna speak to because if you do that, it makes it a lot easier in the messaging to be able to start articulating exactly what you have to offer. And then when that guest is looking at multiple listings, they can answer the question for themselves of why you're charging more. And then they can say and decide if they wanna pay more for that experience. And I can tell you from my experience and the experience of a lot of our Vodacy family, and we have a fairly large collective portfolio, well over a thousand properties, that we see that people are willing to pay more for a great experience. We are, we are able to see and understand how to get our unfair share of that business. If you're unclear on that, reach out to us, schedule a strategy session. You guys can find us all over the place. Just go to bodicey.com. I've got free trainings on there. You can you can watch those. You can If you feel like, hey, listen, I wanna learn more about this. Obviously we have a coaching mentoring platform. We're by invitation only. So it's not, you're not gonna find anything about that. You're not gonna find anything to just sign up for that. I'm not gonna send you there. We're willing to talk to you though. We're willing to give you an audit and say, hey, is this the right fit for you? And so if you're a little unclear on how to do that, I can tell you right now, I see it all day, every day, and I do get a little bit frustrated, and I don't know if it's because people are not mentioning it or if they're missing it because they haven't been around the game long enough, but there's there's a lot of opportunity in a lot of different markets because of the amount of money being spent, and I wanna show you and I encourage you to figure out how to get your unfair share of that business because if you're just trying to get your fair share, you're just gonna be more and more frustrated as these markets continue to get more and more saturated and more and more demand comes in. People are going to go buy if, if money's being spent. And so we want you to show, hey, there's a lot of money there. Go get your unfair share. So I'm going to stop rambling. You guys know where to find us. As always, thank you for joining me. I know your time's valuable and I appreciate you spending it with me. If you got any value out of this episode, please go share it with somebody that you think might get extra value out of it and subscribe, leave us a re- uh, excuse me, subscribe and leave us a review. And those things really do help us. And, uh, and then if you are looking for a little bit of help with this, Go to vodacy.com, watch some of our free trainings. And uh, if it's something that you want to talk more about, our team is ready to to jump on a call with you and we can talk about how we can um, further that conversation and get you a little bit more help. So as always, guys, thank you so much. And go pick one thing that you can do today to go start building that life that you don't want to take a vacation from. Cheers, my friends. Thanks for joining us on this episode of the Vacation Rental Revolution podcast. Share this with other people you think need to hear about it. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. Hey Grace, is there a website? Yes! For more amazing content and expert advice, visit bodicy.com. Thanks for listening and we'll see you on the next episode.